Welcome to Stop Talking, Take Action, Get Results. Get the knowledge you need from Jen Duplessis with more than 35 years in business and as an entrepreneur and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. Also, be sure to check out Jen's book, Launch, How to Take Your Business to New Heights. Available on Amazon. For a signed copy, contact Jen at jenduplessis.com. Now, here is national and international speaker and coach, Jen Duplessis. Hey, everybody, it's Jen. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, today's going to be a podcast about threes. Um, I'm going to talk about three things in three different categories. How do you like that? Um, and they're not all related. I've just uh, have learned over the last several, I guess, several months, you know, three different things that, that people bring out, you know, um, in sharing with, with people how to be successful in a variety of different ways. And I wanted to just share them with you. So here's, here's how this is going to go. It's going to be very random, by the way. <laughs> but I want to share with you a couple of things. Uh, one of my expertises is in time management or what I call priority management because you can't manage time, but you can manage your priorities. So part of that is knowing what your goals are so that you know what is a priority, right? And one of the things that I love hearing uh, or like talking about is the three choices that you have every single week. So the first choice that you have every single week is, um, and this is really has to do with uh, filling out your calendar, making sure you're full and busy and you get everything accomplished. And, you know, the, actually, maybe I have four or three things that are just popping in. With Darren Hardy, um, you know, I work on three things every year. I work on three things every month and I work on three things every week and therefore three things every day. So what are the top priorities? And by the way, the, the three things that you work on on a daily basis are serving the three accomplishments you want for the week, which are serving the three accomplishments you want for the month, and therefore the three accomplishments that you want for the year. But it gets down to the daily mundane, non-sexy, consistent, disciplined things that you do. And so you have three choices. You can choose to fail during the week because you're not focusing on your priorities. You can choose to fail halfway or succeed halfway by leaving blanks, right? And leaving excuses. Um, I call it the phone it in. Let me phone it in, <laughs> right? I, ne I need a, or call a friend, call a friend. Um, you can choose to crush your goals every single week and 10X your business. But you have those choices every single week. Are you gonna crush it? Are you gonna do it haphazardly? Or are you going to fail completely? And those are three things that you'll have to decide every week as you're laying out your weekly plan. It's really about your intention, right? You have to be intentional. You have to talk to people like they're already a client, right? That's part of intention as well. You have to have an intentional plan in order to be successful. I don't know anybody who is successful without working at it. I don't know anybody. And if you look at anyone that you, that you admire, Les Brown is intentional every day. Tony Robbins is intentional every day. Uh, Darren Hardy is intentional every day. A, a football player who is excellent is intentional. Basketball players are intentional. You have to put in the work. 
You, there is no magic pill. It's just putting in the work and taking bite-sized pieces every single day and every single week. So you can choose to crush your goal, to meet your goals and crush your goals every day. It doesn't have to be a weekly plan. It can be every day. And I'm going to get to that in just a second. So be intentional about what you are doing so that you don't lose every day. Instead, you have a winning day every day. So that leads me to the second part. And, it, and it's really when you, you have a meeting with someone, a client, you have a meeting with a partner, you have a meeting with a JV, you're presenting a class, you're speaking on stage, you're doing a webinar, you're doing a video, um, anything. You're going to a networking event and had, had some conversations. Anything that you're doing, if every day you sit down and analyze each one of those specific events, okay, the client meeting, et cetera, and say, and I want you to write down these three things. So you write down three things that you did good or that you did well. That's kind of funny. Uh, three things that you did well during that client meeting. Three things you did well while you were teaching a class. Three things you did well while you were out networking. And then you're going to write down two things that you could have done better. What could I have done better? And then you're going to write down one action step to move forward. One action step moving forward that you learned from. You said, I did these three things good. I did these two things, uh, these two things I could have done better. So here's my action step to make sure that I continually improve. Now, the reason it's three, two, one like that, it's always great to have self-talk, right? It's intentional. But whenever someone compliments you, it is received and internalized and acted upon much faster than when someone says, could I give you some constructive criticism? Because it, we, we all were human nature. We walk away going, but I didn't this. I did all this great stuff, but I didn't that, Right. And it's funny, I was just watching uh, World of Dance last night and um, gosh, and it was the finals and this, this one couple, they are excellent. And she made a mistake at the end and it cost them the show, you know, it cost them not moving on. And she was so down on herself, but it's a perfect example of the fact that for the two minutes and 58 seconds that she was dancing, she was awesome. It was at two seconds, and all she could do is focus on the two seconds. She wasn't focusing on the fact that they had made it as far as they did, and that most likely they'll get picked up anyway, right? She was just so angry and upset with herself. I wouldn't say angry. She was just so disappointed in herself over those, that one. But, so if you take that and say, but I did this well. We got this far. Yeah, I could have done that better. So what do we do moving forward? Either we practice more, right? Or we decide not to do something so complicated. Maybe that's what it was. So I want you to do that with your meetings. You know, were, what did you do well? You were on time. You were, uh, if you said you were going to speak for 20 minutes, you spoke for 20 minutes, not 23 minutes, not 22 minutes. If you were, uh, you know, what you did good is that you listened or you took notes or you repeated things or you asked them questions. And maybe what you could have done better is be on time. Maybe what you could have done better is close better. Maybe you could have not interrupted people better, you more as often, as frequently. And then what is that one action step that you're going to do to improve on yourself? 
And if you do that every single day with every single performance, I'm going to use the word performance or um, meeting activity that you do, you are going to improve. So that's two of the three, but three actions in each. So let me get on to the next one. So this is about selling. So we've sort of progressed along here. So we're going to have these meetings, right? We're going to, we're going to win our week. We're not going to fail. We're going to crush it. We're going to constantly analyze everything that we do. And then what we're going to do is we're going to work on our sales skills. So there's three energies that happen in sales that a lot of people don't, don't quite understand. Um, so there's leaning forward. There is a neutral position and then there's a leaning back. And I mean, physically, there is this. So whether you're sitting at a table leaning forward and then take a neutral stance in your chair, lean back in your chair, whether you're leaning forward in a conversation with one foot forward, just sort of leaning in, taking a neutral stance to having your your uh, legs equal, and then leaning back is the same position as leaning forward. It's just that you're resting your hip on your backside rather than on your forward. So it's all the same thing, and it's very subtle. This isn't, you know, I'm leaning forward, I'm standing forward, and I'm leaning back. Um, this is very subtle. But in leaning forward, it's when you are excited about what you do. What happens a lot of times and why people fail in selling is that they stay in that energy to the extent that someone's like, oh my gosh, get me out of this conversation, right? Uh, but you are excited about what you're, you do for a living. So if you're at a networking event and someone says, hey, what do, you, you know, what do you do? Go ahead and lean in and say, oh gosh, I'm so excited you, that you asked me about that. I'm so excited about what I do, right? And go ahead and tell them what you do. Don't sell them, tell them. There's a difference here. Make sure that the value that you're presenting is about them. It's not, uh, well, I'll give you an example. Um, and you can, use, you can use this as well, I think, you know, what that means to you is, or what that means for you is. But, you know, a lot of people, if they ask me, um, what do you do for a living? I can say, well, I'm a national and international speaker. I'm an author. I'm a podcast um, host and I'm a coach. Right? I can say all these things about me, but I'm not helping them understand what it is for them. So a better way to approach this, you know, and obviously you want to share that you are passionate and, you know, that, that you do have passion about your mission. But another way that I could say that, that's to answer that same question is that I use my expert statement, right? Or my, I don't want to say elevator elevator pitch because the elevator pitch is a little too long but my expert statement in saying that I help people overcome struggles in their businesses in their business my expert statement that's what I do I help people overcome struggles in their business that's what I'm an expert at and what it's doing is it's opening up the door for them to do self-qualifying for them you know their own self-qualifying um and, and by using that, it's focused on them instead of you. So the better way to do this might be not to answer just about me, but maybe to a certain extent, okay, saying, well, thank you so much for asking. I'm so excited because, yeah, I am, I am a um, business coach. And what I do is I help people overcome struggles in their business. Okay. So what I did is I answered the question, but I immediately deflected it back to them so that they understand exactly what I do. That's my expert statement. 
And so now we have to be quiet. We have to take a neutral position so that they can respond to what we just said. If they're a potential client, they'll say, oh my gosh, that's so interesting because my business is kind of struggling and I have struggles or I know someone who struggles in the business. If they aren't, you're going to know right away. But you will never know if you remain leaning forward by saying exactly what I'm about ready to say again is, I'm so glad that you asked me that question. I'm a business coach. I help people overcome struggles in their business. And I have this program and it's this and my product's this and this is how much it costs and I want you to meet with me and blah, blah, blah. And you start going into that. You will never, ever know if they were a good candidate for you or not. All that you've done is gotten them in a position where they're saying, oh my gosh, I, somebody get me out of this conversation because someone's throwing up on me, right? So you want to lean in for your excitement and show your passion and then move yourself into a neutral position as you state your, your, um, your expert statement when you state that because you want to sit back and let them start talking about what they are interested in from your expert statement. So again, you don't want to tell your programs. You don't, you don't want to talk about your products, nothing. They are simply not entitled to a free session with you. And they aren't entitled to learn details about anything that you're doing until they, have it, they meet with you. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. So um, you definitely can, if they ask questions, you can say, yeah, and how I do this is by, this is the structure that I put together with it, you know, with helping people who are struggling in their business. So if you're somebody who says, you know, I'm a realtor and I, um, so thanks for, so much for asking about this. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, I'm really passionate about real estate. And what I do is I help sellers. Um, list their properties and sell them in record time, right? And if someone says, oh, that's great. I want to do that. How? Let them ask questions. So how do you do it? You can say this is the structure, but please don't tell them how you do it, right? This is the structure. Yeah, well, the structure is what I do is I meet with them. And then once we've had the opportunity to meet, we decide if we should be working together. And from there, we move, we move forward. Is that something you'd be interested in doing? You certainly could do that. Um, ask that question. But what you don't want to do is say, so this is how we do it. So if you'll fill out this form and I'm going to give you all this information right here and then you can have my flyer and you can have, they just don't get access to all of that only unless they're scheduling time with you. So the third part of this is leaning back. So once you've made this, this comment about the fact that, you know, you help um, companies or people overcome struggles in their business, let them do some reiteration back and they will self qualify. They'll tell you, oh, I know somebody or hmm, that's interesting. You'll know whether or not they're interested. By you leaning back, it's allowing for them to lean forward and sort of chase you if they have interest. You're looking to disqualify them as a lead, quite frankly. You're looking to figure out whether or not this is someone you've told them what you do, but you don't know if you want to work with them yet. Um, never answer questions about how much do you, you know, charge and stuff like that. Only answer those questions when you have a one-to-one -one appointment. So the best way to respond to that is, you know what, I don't work with everybody, um, with everyone. I'm looking for people who are looking to put in the work to overcome those struggles in their business. And um, they, if they're not looking forward to, I shouldn't say we're looking forward to, if they're not, 
interested in putting in the work to get the struggles overcome, they want that magic pill, right? They're going to unqualify themselves. And why waste your time with an appointment that doesn't want to work with you, right? If uh, you're a lender and, you know, they say, oh, you say, oh, I'm a mortgage, you know, mortgage lender and I help, I help uh, people obtain the financing for their homes, right? And they say, oh, my credit's terrible. Then they're already starting to disqualify themselves, right? And, and, and I'm not saying that you would do that. I was just saying that that's follow-up questions. But that is not the time and place to do it when you're networking and when you're in a sales position, right? If you're on the phone with a client, it's a whole different deal. Or if you're meeting them. But this is where you want to get an opportunity to meet with people. So I'm talking specifically about your networking and you're trying to get one-to-ones as a result of that for clients or for referral partners. Um, so even if someone said, well, my credit's not, my credit's not good. It's a great opportunity to say, well, you know what? I'd be happy to take a look at it. I would love to have a conversation with you about that. When is a good time for you? Get out your phone. You have yours. I have mine. Let's, let's make the appointment now. It's not, um, qualifying them as a client. It is not disqualifying them. It is saying we need to explore more and you're not going to do this while you're networking. You're not going to dump on people while you're networking. So again, it's leaning forward, neutral, and then leaning back until you're ready to lean forward again because you want to engage with them. And I've talked about this before in um, the way that I frame my partner meetings is that, um, again, another three thing um, is that when I sit down with a partner, um, I thank them, obviously, you know, thank you so much for the time that you've given with me that you um, have allotted for us to speak today, you know, I find that there are three different outcomes that happen from uh, meeting people. Um, the first is that you may decide that you want to work with me, and I, will be, I would be very pleased about that. You may decide that I'm not a good fit for you and that you don't want to work with me. But the third option, or and the third option, is that I may determine that this is not a good fit for me and my practice either. So. While we're going through this meeting today, if we can keep those three things in mind, that way when we're finished today, we'll know how best to proceed from here. Does that sound good? And so what you're going to find is that you are coming in leaning forward. A traditional person, salesperson comes in, you know, I hope they like me. I hope they like me, right? And so you're leaning forward. And what you've done is you put yourself in a neutral position by saying that they may decide they don't want to work with you, right? So you've gone beyond the yes to the no. And then by making your third statement of, I may, de- I may determine that this is not a good fit for me and my practice as well, you've actually leaned back. And now it is an assessment, an interview, a discovery. And this is how great people sell all the time. It's a secret sauce. And so I want, I encourage you, here's a challenge for you. I encourage you to look at all these three items that I've talked about today. You know, whether you're going to fail this week, look at your calendar. Is it really full? Are you really uh, on fire and crushing your goals and, and leaning into your business? Or are you just failing or coming up with excuses and only doing it halfway? And then when you do this personal assessment, I challenge you to personal, do a personal assessment on whatever you have done today thus far in this, in this podcast. But if you're listening to me early in the morning working out, 
then maybe you'll assess yourself moving forward. Maybe you'll assess yourself from what you did yesterday. But I would encourage you to do it every day and make it part of your, um, you know, your bookend for the day when you finish out your day and you're, you're recording all your referrals and, and thinking about what went great and you're doing your um, three gratitudes and really um, completing your day, that you're assessing this three, two, one as well. And then last but not least is start working on leaning forward, taking a neutral position and then leaning backward. But here's something that I wanted to specifically challenge you about with that is that when, next time you're networking, watch people. Um, <laughs> so, and I always get so upset about, I, I, don't, I don't mean to be so mean. I'm not getting upset, but I, I, I'm, I don't want to upset anybody. But you know, if you're a multi-level marketer and you're listening to this, I challenge you to one to do a personal assessment as to whether or not you're leaning in the entire time. Because when I network, one of the worst things in the world is when I meet someone who's a Mary Kay consultant, sells Stella and Dot, has a makeup line, um, you know, what, whatever those, those MLMs are, you know, those multi-level marketing, every single time I have a conversation with someone like that in a networking event, they are trying to get me to buy their product right there. They're trying to get me to have a party. They're trying to get me to buy their product. And they're just too, they lean in so much to the extent that I just want to walk away. And it gives a bad rap for, for, that, for that type of selling, which is sad because we like Stella and Dot. We like Mary Kay. But this lean in, this physical leaning in, badgering a potential client that you haven't even determined is a good client is a waste of time. It's a waste of energy, it's a waste of money, and you're losing opportunities left, right, and sideways. So hopefully these three different things that have three different spots in them, I don't even know what to call it, three by three by nine, I don't know, I don't know what I should call this. Um, I hope that you have taken these and said, okay, yeah, you know, this is really good. I need to really assess whether or not um, I'm doing these. And so, you know, I, I, as many of you know, I changed the name of the podcast not too long ago to Stop Talking, Take Action, Get Results, which was what I wanted to call my book because it's just all kinds of chit-chat. I mean, even in the failure part, it's just stop talking about how you're not getting the results that you want and go crush it. Stop talking, take the action you need and get the good results. And the same thing when you're meeting with people. Stop doing things badly and poorly and assess what you're doing, and then change it. That's all you have to do. Just assess it and change it. Give yourself kudos for doing the good things, but assess what you've done wrong. A lot of people don't do that. They just do wrong and they go, well, I guess I learned, maybe, I don't know. But they don't make any changes. And then when it comes to your selling skills, really work on this, leaning forward, taking neutral, leaning back. Really see how this can benefit your business. And this again is, you know, stop talking about being successful. Take the action you need to be successful. And I promise you're going to get those results. And that's why I felt like I needed to change the, the name of the podcast because this is what I hear all the time is just a lots of chit chat and no action. And then we wonder why we're not getting where we want to go. So take all of these, not just one. I usually say just take one snippet take all of these and put them into play in your, in your practice and see what happens. Go out there and kick it. See, how, see if you can 10x, 40x your business by just making a few little tweaks. Hope you enjoyed it. 
I know I enjoyed in sharing it with you. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Stop Talking, Take Action, Get Results. Can't get enough and want more? Visit jenduplessis.com to book Jen to speak at your event or company or learn about her coaching programs. You can schedule your private strategy session with Jen by texting STRATEGY to 66866. If you want to multiply your results in record time while working less and having a life, contact Jen today. Thanks again and be sure to tune in next week.